unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner, that one wants to get the girl, and do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor unfortunate souls, so sad, so true. They come flocking to my cauldron. Welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. This week we are two brothers and a dad, and we're going to be talking about our favorite Disney voice actors, as well as the passing of Pat Carroll, who is an iconic voice of Ursula. Um, but before we do, my name is Ben. I'm Sam. And I'm the dad. Um, we I like to do a you know opening question, but before we do, uh, has anyone been watching anything, Dad? I know you mentioned you've been watching. Uh, uh, some DuckTales again, but anything? I was watching a little bit of DuckTales, but the thing that I've been rewatching that I've really liked, and it would have been a good thing to talk about because it was uh, last week, but I wasn't here, is I've been watching Monsters at Work, and I just really like them. I mean, I, I watched a couple in a row, and, uh, you know, they it felt like it was just an extension of Monsters, Inc. Uh, maybe because, you know, when you first watch the first for the first time, you're kind of caught off guard maybe a little bit that it's 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 well done the animations were good uh but maybe it's not quite as good and so but now you kind of forget all that when you're watching it a second time through and i think the characters are fun the the people in Mift. i even thought oh i should get a Mift shirt you know monsters inc facility whatever team uh and you know they talk about drooler cooler and they make a big deal about that. And I thought, oh, that'd be a cool sign, you know. And so I I really kind of liked it. There aren't very many episodes. I think there are uh, eight, eight episodes, eight or ten. And they're making a season two. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. You have any idea, Sam? Do we have any idea when it is coming out, season two? I haven't seen anything, but that doesn't mean they haven't, right. haven't posted anything. It'd be interesting to see what it's about because I felt like the first season kind of wrapped up nicely yeah yeah uh, i think i watched the finale but there's like i think one ouch one episode where i maybe missed something but basically well, the finale it, yeah go ahead Sam. It, it ends the same way the right. monsters inc ends that. with yeah. uh kind of almost in the background of the uh monsters inc uh mm-hmm. where you kind of see sully and mike you know where he he shows them the door and gives them the 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 last piece of the door right yeah he's about ready to do that i think yeah and then you kind of the camera kind of pans over and you see the myth crew in the background uh mm-hmm. doing their thing so yeah yeah um it is i mean i did i think the kids liked it a lot and i i do remember but it just i don't it didn't stick with me as much for some reason but maybe i need to rewatch it as well um, the other, I finally finished the Imagineering story. I had like two episodes left of that, and uh, I really liked the first part, and I really liked the ending. I think I liked again the beginning better, just because I always like seeing the old stuff more than like the more recent. But um, I, I was just struck by like. I guess it's maybe that whole like imposter syndrome, but you just think of every person who's involved is just like a mind blowing genius. And some of them are, but when some of those guys, like when they're talking and stuff, you're like, I don't know, like if they were walking through Walmart, you wouldn't be like, there is a mat, you know, I mean, they're not, they don't always come across as like something. Yeah. A lot of it's not as like, uh, I shouldn't say this. Some of it is most of it nowadays is unbelievably, mind-blowingly engineered and stuff but some of it is just you know people kind of just figuring stuff out and working through it it's pretty amazing just seeing the problem solving and all that Um, well now it feels like and i've heard other people talk about everybody's so specialized now 
You know, I mean, you go to a college to be able to do this and then you become an expert in this. Back then it was like, they just went for a job and, and all of a sudden, right. you know, their genius might've come out of something else, uh, but they, their whole ambition wasn't to be this. I mean, you hear about animators who were really good animators who were like, yeah, I, I can draw, you know, and they did some training and then they're working on Bambi or something like that. Yeah. Um, and now it usually doesn't happen that way. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy, but it's definitely good. I know you said you didn't really like, but you should definitely watch them. They're really good. So, um, but my opening, uh, my question was, um, is there a movie or show that you, um, maybe you like it more or maybe it's not even a, like a more thing, but you just, it has a special place cause it, it's attached to some kind of memory outside of just the movie itself, you know, or the show. Uh, maybe it was a circumstance or where you watched it, uh, or something like that. But anyone have any, uh, any movies or shows that stand out based off that? So basically a movie that's attached to a good memory. Just like, like dad, you've always mentioned Tinkerbell, for example. As oh, one. I was going to say that again. Yeah, go ahead. Because I have a short-term <laughs> memory and I don't remember ever taking it, talking about it before. Uh, yeah, like Tinkerbell. I don't know if it was the first or the second one, but I'd never seen one before. And it was my 45th birthday. Um, and uh, I wanted to be one of those dads who always woke up as kids and said, we're going to Disney World. And so we did. And we went to Disney World and we took our RV and we got there. And, and we got there. It must have been in the evening. Um, or I just remember not having a whole day. We got there and they were getting ready for the Fort Wilderness uh, uh, campsite or campfire sing-along. And we went and that music, boom, da -da 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 -da, you know, and it's that Tinkerbell and it was the first one. And it was just a, it kind of takes me back there, even when I hear it now. Mm -hmm. And it's a great So like that, too. Sam. Yeah. Um, is that the only one that you thought of when you thought of this? No, I was also thinking of, and it just hit me, uh, uh, Moana. Uh, we were in a Hawaii. Uh, I don't think either. Sam Sam was there, right? We watched it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched it in the, in the, not the shack. We watched it. I believe it was our, on my laptop. On, yes, on the oceans. We were right on the ocean cool. in this, in this <laughs> junky house but we were right on the ocean in hawaii on the north shore and uh we were watching moana and it just had a even when i and i and i kind of attribute that to um uh Lilo and Stri stitch the uh you know that yeah. hawaiian that roller coaster ride hawaiian roller coaster whenever i hear that or Oh, and even when I was there and I'd hear that, oh, way, oh, way, da, 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 yeah. da, you know, and it was just, it's just a good feeling. Yeah. Sorry. You don't have that feeling there, Ben. You're I know. Yeah. That You're was, that was working. a wonderful one. <laughs> <That's Staples. laughs> yeah. That's a good trade off. I think though, I was married, you know? wasn't I, at that point? Uh, yeah. I think yeah, so. I wasn't yeah, working there, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I just started dating McKenna. So you were definitely married. Sam, do you have any, any, or do you want me to go? Uh, one came to mind, and maybe this is just because I think we have a picture of this actually. But we watched uh, Toy Story Two on. It was probably like a ten-inch old tube TV, mm. and we would set it on the end of our piano bench. And I maybe that was the first time we watched it, but I can just very distinctly remember sitting there, 
watching that movie. That's mm-hmm. before we had bowed down to the idol of yeah. <laughs> a 52 inch or 54 inch, whatever. Every time I walk inside, they're watching something. Whereas, uh, you know, back right. then we had to haul it out of the closet and set it up and uh, get the or tapes, you know, board games, kept the Sharpie around so you could like tighten the tape, you know, cause it would get, yeah. get loose or whatever. Yep. Uh, yeah. I thought about doing something like that. Cause there's definitely ones I have, you know, from being at grandma's, which we've mentioned before, but um, something that I was thinking of was cars. I, that was just so linked to the RV. One year, we uh, it must have come out. It must have come out a little bit before, but we we had the the soundtrack, so we just played that soundtrack. Maybe it was when we went out west and we were going on Route sixty six. Mm-hmm. So Dad played it all the time, and I, I already loved Cars, but it just really like established like Cars is like one of my favorite feel good. It just can take me back to like being in the RV, traveling around, going out west, and all that. And I just love that. Um, uh, another one was Ducktales. I watched the whole first season of Ducktales almost while I was sick, uh, which was one of the few times I've ever just like laid in bed all day. I think it might have been the I don't remember. It might have been COVID or I don't think it was. I think it was one other one. But and I just watched through like 20 something episodes in a day. Uh, but it was just super fun. It was just kind of like one of those things where you don't really want to watch anything too much, too much, too serious. And it's just so lighthearted. It was just really fun. Um mm-hmm. And then uh, Tron Legacy, I you know I already enjoyed it, but we watched it uh, a year and a, a year and a couple of days ago uh, with a couple of my cousins and a brother right before the night before we had Anderson. So now that movie is like I just I have an exact date. You know, it was a super fun experience, and it just kind of like is linked to that. Now I always think of that whenever I think of it, um, and it's a great movie too. Uh, and that would be the birth of Anderson Clue Wilson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, Flynn was actually what we went we wanted to go with, but um, the, the two other ones was Force Awakens. I mean, that was my first Star Wars movie in in theaters, and I mean, just the first excitement. Time Vince openly wept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now it was just so excited, and when we got there, we went to Fort Wayne, which is like an hour away to a big theater, and there was a line like literally like you know, a hundred yards out the door and it was just, everyone was so pumped and it was so exciting. And I just, that was such a fun thing build up, you know, That's when everybody even, was dressed up. Yeah, right exactly. Now. I mean the whole, they were handing out posters, I think like maybe they weren't actually on that one, but it just was, you know, I had yeah. like the cups, you know, behind me, like it was just so, it was such a big deal. And at the time, you know, didn't have anything else going on in terms of, or, you know, didn't have kids or anything. So it was, you could be so excited about stuff. Um, and that was such a fun experience. And then last one was, this was a long one. It was Prince Caspian. Didn't like the movie really, but we watched it in Disney Springs at the time. It was downtown Disney at their big theater, uh, the AMC 24 or something like that in downtown Disney. Uh, and I just thought it was a really fun thing going to watch a movie while we're at Disney World, you know, and even though the movie wasn't, I didn't like it that much, but uh, I just remember doing that. I think that's that the was, only time we've seen a movie there, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we should do it again someday, but um, yeah. yeah, and honestly, I've only watched that movie maybe three times or something like that. I don't know. It hasn't been many times, but uh, not that great, but mm-hmm. so, yeah. Sam, you have one to have any others or that was your, that was your only thing? Um... Actually, I kind of have a memory of going to watch the Tigger movie in theaters. I think yeah. it may have been one of our first movies we ever watched. And Grandma took us. And yeah, I just I, I think that may have been the first time we ever went to a theater. 
Yeah, I think um, that could be right. I think we've mentioned that before, and I think that's yeah. accurate. But um, so yeah, so let's we can go ahead and talk about. So Pat um, Pat Carroll was the voice of Ursula. Uh, she was uh, just passed away recently. She was like ninety six, I think, or ninety five. Ninety five. So um, you know, been been around forever. It says she was in Cinderella too, but I think that's the other Cinderella. Yeah. Well, she um, was in. Uh, tangled the series and you would know probably because you haven't spent as much time dissecting them <laughs> uh but she was old lady crowley uh and i mm. had no idea that was her voice and because she'd only say like six words at a time right uh-huh and that was it well, well and, and she's she, probably what 20 yeah, years she, older 30 years older yeah she was probably 90 <laughs> yeah. pretty much I mean, and really for Disney, she only did The Little Mermaid, which it's not only. I mean, she did the voice of Ursula, which is just so iconic. And then The Little Mermaid 2, she plays Morgana, which is Ursula's sister, which, you know, it's pretty hilarious. But why mess with perfection, you know? So um, I do agree. It would be weird just seeing her without, you know, with any other voice, basically. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so, I mean, obviously hugely iconic. You know, Little Mermaid's an amazing movie, and she is a great voice actor. But Dad was thinking maybe we could talk about some of our favorite voice actors that are not um, Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings, we're going to take him out right now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, so maybe we can just kind of go through our list and talk about why, talk about some of the highlights, that kind of stuff. Um, but Dad, you want to go with your first? I've got a whole bunch. Yeah. I don't have them in really in an order because I was just kind of, but I'll take uh, my first one, uh, Disney classic, Phil Harris, who is the voice of Baloo, Little John, and Thomas O'Malley uh, in Aristocats. Yeah. Um, you know, he was just, he was kind of like that, classic disney voice um i think that's how he you know so now you really don't know uh like you'll hear um steve carell you know and and he kind of disguises his voice and everything i mean like he's grew and he's uh on uh horton here's a who as the who guy um you know and or he was the this hammy and over the hedge you know, so you don't really hear his, you hear it every once in a while in there. But, you know, Phil Harris seemed like that's who he was. You know, it was just his voice. And it was kind of like, wow, man. You yeah. Know? Uh, you know, and that's what he did. And every, and it was just a great, I thought he had a great voice. And it's, it's yeah. classic Disney. And he's from Indiana. Huh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, Baloo and Little John are basically identical. I mean, they literally use some of the same animation, I believe. Yeah, they're uh, easily good. And then obviously O'Malley is sounds, I mean, he doesn't sound any different there, but definitely on my list, a classic. And Sam, if you want to add anything on any of them, definitely do. But um, you you want to go or you want me to? Um, so is the point of this that they've been in lots of different things? Not necessarily, no, just some of the be. most iconic, you know, voice actors. Okay. We're not doing like, we already did one That's- where we did some of the most like, best voices but this is more just our favorite voice actors highlighting some of the voice actors okay well then my first and honestly i can't go with anybody else other than patrick warburton mm-hmm. um the voice of Kronk. yeah uh i think he's probably my favorite all-time voice um, wow. and very very iconic um yeah. obviously as Kronk. he's from star tours right no, i'm just kidding <laughs> yes no, Soren. Oh yeah, is oh, that really he, what it is? 
He does do he does the intro to Soren. Okay, I thought he was in Star Tours too, but no, that makes sense. Nope. Um. Yeah, I mean, it does. Does I don't, he do anything honestly, other than Kronk in those? That's what I was just looking up. He I did Pulaski and Planes Two. He sounds really. I mean, there's a guy. He also in does um, Meet the Robinsons that sounds like him, but it's not him. Uh, I believe he's in uh, Chicken Little. He does. Doesn't he do one of the aliens? Um, I think it's just for a brief time. It's possible. I'm trying to look here. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I I thought he did, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, then, kind of on that same like, well, I guess not really anything like that, but <laughs> uh, was uh, John Ratzenberger. Uh, I I oh, think yeah. he's one of the most classic just because he's in everything, you know. Uh, he's the voice of Ham, which is I would say his biggest character. Uh, but obviously Mac, and mm-hmm. I mean I don't even know. Go through every single movie, and he's someone in it, uh, a major character a lot of times, or at least like you see him go, you know, walk by in the later movies. But I just think it's cool that they gave him that, you know, and he's done it. Did he have some other role there, uh, Sam? Do you know? Initially, yeah, I don't believe so. I think he's an. I think okay. he's even done some live action movies. So they just brought him along initially for probably Ham, and then they just kind of kept. Well, is he in uh, Bugs Life? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the he's Flea, right? PT Flea. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in the the sitcom like in the eighties. Cheers. He played mm-hmm. a mailman, basically, kind of like the character he is. Yeah, you know, just that. Kind hey, of, hey, yeah, some of the later ones, I couldn't point out which one he is. Uh, I mean, some of them are super, super okay. minor roles. Right. I believe in like right. Inside Out. He's that one scene where uh, uh-huh. there's two policemen guarding the clown in like the Hall of Bad Dreams or whatever right. it is. He so he has like three lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him. He was in something else, even more like uh, Raya or something like that, and it was really short. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. He was there. I kind of liked it when he was like an actual character. They just like always had a main character, you know, not necessarily main, but like speaking lines, you know. But maybe it just felt yeah. that way for a while. He's in uh, Monsters at Work. Uh, they bring the abominable snowman back. Oh yeah. Uh, they unbanish him, kind of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's cool. Uh, um, what were you gonna say, Sam? I just. I was remembering that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely classic. I mean, he's, you know, a name because of Pixar, uh, mm-hmm. I think, and that's cool. Uh, but, Dad, what's your next? Um, I'm going to go Sterling Holloway, yep. which I have his autograph up on my uh, wall here. Um, I mean, classic, of course, he's the original Winnie the Pooh. He's yeah. Jim Cummins does an amazing job. And that other guy who's really good, too, will probably take his place, I would think, because he's really good, too. But, you know, they're copying him. And uh, and really, he goes way back. I mean, Sterling Holloway, he was the Cheshire Cat yep. in Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I was just looking at his. Ka. He did. Uh, he was Ka. That's right. And um, uh, he was in Dumbo. He was a stork. Uh, uh, what oh, else? Yeah. I saw him in something else. Um, so uh, yeah, but he's just a great. Yeah, he and, he and he played some other smaller such ones. A nice he's a jungle. Guy, it feels oh, like. yeah. yeah, and he just has a gentle voice. Um, but it's very iconic. Um, so he was really good. The only I, live I, action I thing like I've ever seen him in is Andy Griffith, but I'm assuming right, he right. might have done he's got a too, but. he's got a pretty big feature film 
you know, he probably has, I don't know, yeah. 75 then, movies. So many movies in. they could do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, he, he's but he has definitely a iconic classic voice. staple. Yeah. Um, really set the, set the bar for sure. But mm-hmm. it's just crazy, though, that Jim Cummings says him and Tigger. Like, that's just such different, you know. Different voices. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. most of his voices sound very similar. And right. then you kind of get the Winnie and Pooh and you're like, that's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's your next, Sam? Uh, this is an, another more modern one, but uh, Alan Tudyk. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. He does. I think he's pretty much in every uh disney movie um since frozen maybe um he's the the duke of wesselton and that Wesselton. and then he yeah and then he is king candy and yeah uh wreck it ralph and then uh in moana he's the chicken hey hey <laughs> mm-hmm. um i believe in uh ryan the last dragon he might be uh tuck tuck I think he is. I think the which I don't even know if it makes sound. <laughs> I don't even know if it, he doesn't make the rolling sound. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, but then he also does. Uh, he's in Rogue One, uh, K2SO, the droid, mm-hmm. um, and I believe he does a few other roles. And that's a pretty cool yeah. thing to be able to do. He's kind of yeah. done that that you know Ratzenberger deal where he's kind of almost in every one now. I think right. Yeah, pretty much. And you almost wonder if they're like, is it just that they become really good friends with the the people at Disney or they sign something that they're like, I have to be in every Disney movie ever or I don't know. Well, it's kind of a I weird was here, like. I heard a guy who was doing, uh, he was like voiceover and they were saying that he, that one of the things that they really like is that they can count on him. You know, they know they don't have to, if they want a chicken, they know he's going to do a decent chicken. So they don't have to like work with them to get a chicken. They don't have to waste their time. You know, they just know how to do it. And so they do it, they do it quick and they cut. That's a wrap. There must be something too that they just like doing things with each other. Cause like, you know, it's like, I I just found out that, or you said last week, Sam, wasn't it that, you know, Dwayne Johnson's in one of the movies as a background character or something, or wasn't that you saying? And, um, and free guy. Yeah. So it's like random guy. They just put like really? cameos of actors all the time in different things. And I think it's something they must just like, you know, hey, let's just bring him in. It's fun. Why don't we just have him every time? We've got the budget. He's available. Why not? You know, so mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's cool. Um, I also had uh, his IMTB page pulled up and apparently he's going to play Mr. Darling and Peter Pan and Wendy, mm. which is coming out maybe this year. It has 2022 written on it, but I don't know. Wow, if they haven't released anything about that, so surely not. Yeah, that's with uh, Jude Law as Captain Hook and Jim Gaffigan as Smee. <laughs> Didn't Jude Law already play him? I don't believe no, so. No, 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 that was Hugh Jackman. No. Yeah. Yeah, but I who think, was the other uh, guy? No. Uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman was the, plays the played, other pirate. Dr- uh, he played uh, whatever Malfoy. Um, that was the guy who played the one. What? Who played in the movie? Uh, Pan. Dustin Hoffman. No, no, no. I'm talking the one where Pan. they. Right, the one with the great music. Um, the. I don't know how. how uh, do you, there's like 45 uh, Peter Pans. That one is that one's Peter Pan, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not talking that one. 
I was talking, yeah, Blackbeard is Hugh Jackman and Hook is Garrett Hudland. I don't even know who that is. Never uh, mind. All right, we'll move on from that because we're all wrong. I <laughs> <laughs> um, will go with uh, Eleanor Oddly. Is that how you pronounce her, Dad? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, she does classic. the voice of Stepmother. She does the voice of Maleficent. Mm. Um, she yeah. is Madame Leota in The Honda Mansion and maybe a couple mm, other things. That's a good but voice. I just, I mean, her voice is just oozes yeah. just you know power and evilness and everything else uh, even though she plays on dick van dyke and yeah. she's probably on i love lucy and she just kind yeah. of plays this snooty yeah. uh you know part of the housewife uh, kind of thing. the garden club or whatever you know? yeah the garden club the head of the garden club civic or whatever so it's it is, funny yeah. that she goes into that evil yeah genre. and i would say the stepmother i think is even better than maleficent because she's just a lady but she is so like just sounds so horrible everything she yeah. says that is just it's really impressive but yeah i mean yeah. you hear her voice you instantly know who she is you know i mean you don't maybe not know the actress but you know it's her i mean that that's just right. such an iconic role um and feels very kind of maleficent e that kind or not maleficent uh mm-hmm. ursula you know that kind of she didn't do a ton mm-hmm. but the ones she did were really good so yeah. perfect casting yeah. for sure what's your next then I think I'm going to say, you know, I'm kind of sticking to a Winnie the Pooh role here. Um, the the narrator, uh, Sebastian Cabot, who's also the voice of Baloo in The Jungle Book. Um, but he just has just a... Wait, what? Such Bagheera. No, not Baloo. I'm sorry. Uh, I was like, didn't uh, we just Bagheera. talk about Bagheera? Bagheera. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. The voice of Bagheera. He plays Mr. Light, as I always think in Johnny Yeah, Tremaine. he's Mr. Light and uh, Johnny Tremaine. There's a bunch of different mm-hmm. roles, but... Uh, but he just has a, such a pleasant name, voice. voice. Um, and, and it's just a, I don't know, it's a good voice. What other thing? And then I would watch? also say, I can't think what the guy's name is, but the voice of Piglet. Uh, you know, it's just a, yeah. Again, I don't know. He's probably done some other things like Nervous Rabbits and something and Rescuers Down Under or something. Um, but he's got, he's just a great Piglet. Yeah. Does the Sebastian guy, uh, does he narrate something in some movie that we watched? He doesn't do like Caravan or one of those like where it's he's possible. like. Well, he was he was uh, or documentary Family Affair with with yeah, uh, yeah. he was Mr. French yeah uh, there was something uh, I Buffy and Jody. I mean that was, was his like, biggest role probably wasn't probably it? I I don't know I mean when he's in Johnny Germain he doesn't look anything like he doesn't have a beard and so he looks so weird I yeah. don't even know who he was yeah let me look him up uh, Sebastian. Stan. What's his name? Sebastian Cabot. Oh, Cabot. Um, Sam, you want to go with your next? Um, I don't have a next. Okay, well, I've got a couple more. If you, you know, I got a couple more too. And um, you can just add I'll go to with that. my next one. And yeah, look it up because I wanted to see um, what else he's done. He's Sword in the Stone. He's uh, uh, Sir Ector and the narrator in that too. Um, oh, is he? Huh. Yeah, um, he's Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh, that's TV no, uh, just a version. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, let's see here. So my next one is, hmm, I think John Goodman is become. Yeah, I put him in just there. Just extremely yeah. classic. Uh, I mean, he's you know obviously <coughs> Sully, uh, Pacha. Um. Uh, I just blanked. There's two other ones he's in. Dang it, I should have had those written down. But he's just such a great voice. Oh, he plays Baloo, actually, in um, 
Jungle Book two. Um, and he does something else in one other movie, but he's just, you know, such a huge voice, got such a Mm -hmm. unique style that everyone would, you know, recognize. Um, uh, he's in, um, princess and the frog. He's big daddy. That's who it was. Um, you know, Eli, big daddy LaBeouf, uh, I think, or I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but, um, probably not. It's probably LaBoo or something like that. Uh, but I love love his voice. I mean, Sully, I think, is my favorite of all of them, but uh, any of them, he's great. Um, just that huge, rumbly voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's fun. Um, and just going back to Sebastian Cabot, when he did was the narrator of Winnie the Pooh, uh, when it came out, the maybe the last one, uh, 1977, he died that year. So that was his mm-hmm. last, last thing. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's great. Um, he died kind of young, didn't he? Fifty nine. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy how many movies though they did back then. They just pumped them out like it's just it's crazy. Job. I know, but they just did them nonstop back then, like mm-hmm. so much faster. I feel like. Um, yeah. yeah, I just heard a stat. I think I don't know if it's true or not. I don't really have any way to verify it. They said ninety five percent of actors don't make minimum wage because hmm. they're so infrequent. Yeah, they make a lot when they have a job, but they might get, you know, two or three roles a year, and that's just right. not enough to. Right, like you. Johnny Depp or. But the Tom other 5% Hanks. make huge money, but then there's. <laughs> right, yeah, right, a lot right, of them are right. just on TV shows or, you know, yeah. I mean, minor Or characters. they're a bit character, yeah. Yeah. They're the ones you can get to answer your phone for you. Seriously. Or, that's right. <laughs> or for $75. Um, well, I have a couple more here. Uh, Jody Benson. Uh, who's yep. uh, of Wingfeather Saga fame? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, she's you know again classic Little Mermaid. Uh, she also does. Um, who's her other recent one? Who's her Can other recent? She one? just does another one. Yeah, she just did one. Man, why am I forgetting everything? I had them all I mean, like. She's up earlier, in but... Enchanted, but that's is that what no, you mean? No, she does. She was also the voice of the robot and Flubber, the newer version with really? Robin yep. Williams. That's yep. not what I was thinking, but I'll look it up here. But I mean, she just, again, I think she's like very synonymous with Disney princess, you know, and, and everything. Um, oh, she plays Barbie in Toy Story. Um, I guess I didn't oh, yeah. even realize that. Yeah, she did Interesting. Uh, two and three. And I guess, is she in four? I don't remember. But. She's also, I think the when they did Lady and the Tramp, the yep, remake, she, uh, she was the voice of Lady or the, yep. not the, the mother. Yep, exactly. Mm. Um, but her voice is just so that, you know, high, happy sounding, Mm -hmm. uh, I just think very, you know, she's like the original, like all the other Disney princesses now, I feel like are kind of similar to her interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah, Interchangeable. But she kind of set that, that standard. I think, you know, Mm -hmm. initially it was kind of like Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. They all kind of sound a little bit alike, but now Jodie Benson, I think was the reset of Mm -hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. but dad, did you have any others before I go through my, well, these are all just wrap up all the ones I had. I've got a handful of them here. Uh, <laughs> uh, George Lindsay, who played Goober on Andy Griffith. Uh, he was just, uh, again, you know, not, he's just himself. He has that. It's kind of Larry, the cable guy. I know he, Why? Hey, that was one of mine, Larry, the cable yeah. guy. Oh yeah. So, you know, Lafayette, he's yeah. in Aristocats and he's in Robin hood and yeah, say, uh, rescuers the... and just kind of little bit parts. Um, and of course, you know, his co-star Don Knotts was in one, which we hardly hear him. Do you know what that is? A little trivia here. 
I think we've talked about it before, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Chicken Little. He was the mayor in Chicken Little. And I was going to put, I also had, uh, along with that, the, along with um, Lafayette was Napoleon. And I had to look up his name because I wasn't sure what it was, but Pat Buttram. He has that squeaky voice. Mm -hmm. Hey, Lafayette. And he's in several of them. Um, uh, The Sheriff of Nottingham and Robin Hood and several others. Um, just some fun voices, you know, like Peter Ustinoff is as PJ Prince John and yep. Robin Hood is good. And, you know, I was thinking, and these are my last ones, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, Catherine Beaumont, uh, which I also have her autograph. Uh, she's Wendy and yep. she's Alice in Wonderland and she's classic. kind of got that classic. And Ooh. then of course the very first princess, you know, Andrea Casalotti. Uh, she was, of course, Snow White. Um, I think one I just thought of that I didn't mention, I don't know his name, the voice actor of Smee and the White Rabbit, I think is mm. so good. And actually, Captain Hook is amazing voice, I think, both of those guys. Yeah. Um, what were you yeah. going to say then? Well, I, I, Sam knows who Smee is because he plays uh, uh, on, what's the radio show that we would listen to, Sam? Oh, Fibber McGee and Molly. Fibber McGee and Molly. He's the... Uh, uh, hello, yeah, he's yeah. the one who uh, always just kind of has like a weird little, you know, he's an like, old timer, he's old timer, yeah. that's who he is. Hey there, Shuddy! I think yeah, also that, that's the uh, an iconic voice is the the uh, who are you, you know, the uh, the the caterpillar oh, yeah. in Alice in Wonderland. Uh, he's in a ton of other shows and movies and. Um, classic oh, yeah. actor, actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think uh, what his name and, is, but uh, he's the guy in music, oh, shit. right? Yeah, yep. The uncle. He uh, was in the Dick Van Dyke show yep, as Dick the Van Dyke show. The, they he's, said it couldn't be done, and I would so replied. Yeah, um, really I did good. put Larry the Cable Guy because I think Mater is one of the greatest one. secondary characters. So funny. We were watching Cars just an hour ago, and I just love Mater in that. Um, and honestly, Owen Wilson does a great job too there. And then Thurl Ravenscroft, I think, is a classic one. He's, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we've talked about him before on one of our favorite voices, but he's a Parks guy, but he also does a ton of little parts in movies. I mean, um, almost all of them. I yeah, mean, he's he, almost been in all of them. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say any of his are major characters as much, are they? I no, can't think he's of any of them. They're that. always like background guard or uncredited or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but his voice is so classic. Paul Bunyan might be his biggest one then, because uh, that's yeah. a pretty major. But it's just yeah. got almost an unbelievably deep, you know, standout voice. So that's probably why they don't yeah. make him the main actor, because he's just it's so yeah. unique. But um I think he's deserves to be mentioned anywhere you talk about uh Disney voices. But yeah. So yeah, That's she's definitely good. an end of an era for Ursula, but I'm sure, I mean, I think they use her voice and other things. So I'm guessing there's people who impersonate her that they'll have to use. Uh, there's some oh, yeah. of them that just don't hold up. Like I think like Eeyore is one that they've never been able to replace very well. I feel like right. um, he just does not sound nearly as good to me. Well, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Sometimes they seem like they try to copy the voice exactly. And sometimes I guess they try to go yeah. for the spirit of right. the voice. And I think his, they didn't try to copy exactly for whatever reason. Right, and yeah. it's it's just different. Even though some I mean, of them, it, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go for it. Some of them, I feel like they almost get better, or you just don't. You get used to it, so you forget. Like Piglet, I don't really remember the original Piglet as much as more of the more modern one. Yeah, I think they kind of took away some of the stutteriness of it a little bit and kind of made him a little bit 
more of a norm, like some of the movies. And that's just what it reminds mm-hmm. me. Like, that's what I just think he sounds like. Unless they, how long has it been a different actor? Do you know? I mean, it's been a while, right? Uh, I know he was in there. He was in some of the latter ones too. Like, well, maybe it's uh, not been different. In then. fact, if you look it up, he might be the same guy. Okay. Well, maybe that was a bad example then. <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe just change the style. Yeah. No, I mean they did like kind of yeah because I mean initially he was just like you know like he would just nonstop and then later on I think like in the Piglet movie and stuff like that. Uh, it probably wouldn't be fun to listen to him if he was doing that the whole time. Yeah, it probably sure. is. John Fielder or Fiedler. Um, yep, yeah, that's, that's him. him. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess it's why he's so <laughs> well, good. He's, well, he 2003 gets better than is his last he's one. Be old. So 2005. So it must have been oh, yeah. someone new. So he didn't then. do the, the live action Christopher Robin. No. But uh, I didn't. Hmm. I don't know. For some reason, the live action one felt different to me, even though it was Jim Cummings. It just, uh, I don't know. It felt. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, felt it was because it was live action. Yeah, maybe. His voice maybe. just kind of sounded old. But honestly, the, one of the other, I think, most iconic ones, there's just so many good voice. I think voice actors are so important because, like, if you nail it, it just is so perfect. Like, obviously, Tom Hanks is Woody and Tim Allen is Buzz. Like, those are just perfect, mm-hmm. you know, perfect castings. Um, or, like, Ellen DeGeneres as, you know, as Dory. I mean, Dory, it's just, like, yeah. perfect, you know. Um, yeah. Or even, like, Marlin or whoever. But um, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty amazing. So It is. All right. Hey, before you guys, uh, this is maybe the last, before we hang up here, um, you guys passed around that uh, She-Hulk throwing the rock thing. I thought that was really funny. So what what are your, what are your, what are you thinking? Do you think it's going to be good? Because it's coming out real soon, right? I think Uh, two weeks, 24th or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So are are you hopeful? Are you thinking it's going to be fun? Because it's not a, it's, it's a series. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like super excited for it. I don't like Hulk has never been my favorite anyway, mm-hmm. um, at least recently. And I don't know. I haven't been super, super like impressed by any of the trailers. And so I'm just kind of in the middle, I guess, kind of mm-hmm. meh. I don't know yeah. why. This one actually is kind of like one I'm a little looking forward to. I don't know why, uh, to be honest. Like, I mean, it's not like anything specific. I mean, maybe it's just like the little bit more funny tone. I thought some of that was kind of fun. Um, I don't know, but something about it, like I actually have been kind of looking forward to it a little bit. I mean, it's one that I'm not like, ah, no, this is not going to be any good. Like Moon Knight, I didn't really know much about at all. This mm-hmm. one's just giving me a more fun vibe, and I, I think I kind of like that. But I mean, who knows yeah. though? I don't, so, I don't well, expect to, to be like mind blowing. You shouldn't have any expectations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would not say they're well, high. I, I would just say of the ones that have been more recently, this is the one that, yeah. for some reason, has kind of been like, I think it could be kind of fun, but I'm not sure. I wasn't looking forward to it at all. I just thought, oh great, you know, like, do we need, do we need a She-Hulk in the universe? And uh, but I liked that last trailer or that whatever that. Like 15 second thing where where he threw the rock it was just it was cool yeah it was yeah. cool i felt hulkish it yeah. did it felt like the hulk not like ah yeah you know where i'm yeah. gonna hit a tree or a car now so. someone should probably do a thing to like calculate how hard he had to throw that i mean to send it into orbit to mean? literally <laughs> throw it through the atmosphere and that's what 50 yeah. miles up you know 40 miles up yeah. like that's pretty yeah. impressive uh, and he was doing a diagonal, yeah. so no, that was that was awesome. 
Um, so. But yeah, I think she comes out pretty here, quick here, and then Andor comes out a little bit after that, uh, which Andor is three episodes. She-Hulk was, I think, maybe Opening. Just, Opening is three episodes. Yeah, but She-Hulk's just one, I think. I'm not sure. but Oh, we should have mentioned Ola. Oh yeah, Josh Gad. I mean, Josh Gad. That was he's a, that that's a perfect, one. iconic that he'll carry that to the end. I mean, honestly, they're so good at casting. I mean, Maui. You know, I mean, Dwayne Johnson's great. I mean, there's so many good ones nowadays. I mean, pretty much yeah. every character they just nail. Um, but I think part of it is like voice voice actors tend to have to over exaggerate a little bit, or maybe they just do because mm-hmm. they can't rely on anything else. So I think it's it's a little bit more maybe repeatable in your head or something. So it just, it, it, mm. it feels a little Six bigger than life. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some of them just come across as so like, you know, like Anna, I mean, she's just so fun and charming. I would say, you know, mm-hmm. like I think she just is a perfect mm-hmm. princess, which again, I know they sound very similar, but or wreck it Ralph yeah. or whoever, you know, I mean, it's just like, or even, uh, you know, uh, the emperor and emperor's new yeah. group. I, I mean, He's just David really well cast. Yeah. Yeah. I really like his voice. He's funny. Um, okay. Wrap right. us up, Ben. Let's wrap it up. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. I think we are going to try to review The Black Hole, which is a sci fi uh, movie from the 70s or 80s on Disney. Plus. Um, so I saw wanna... it in the movie theater. Oh, wow. You did. Nice. So, that was uh-huh. probably what? I, and I can remember nothing about it. Nice. Zero. <laughs> nothing. It probably means it's one of the greats. Uh, let's see here. The Black Hole. When was it? Not to be confused with Black Cauldron. It was 79, so two years after Star Wars. So I assume it will look as good and hold up as well as that. Um, uh, it could be a black hole of an episode. We'll just, yeah, exactly. It could be. But I think it'll be fun. It's always fun going through some of these these old ones. But mm-hmm. um, All right, so we'll be back next week from another discovery from the wonderful world of Disney+. And we'll see you real soon.